Hello and welcome to what is the first of potentially several episodes of this new podcast venture type thing. It's sort of a podcast, it's sort of a sort of vlog, I guess, and well, maybe it's not a vlog, it's more, there's a video involved, but it's not a vlog because I'm just sitting here and talking about stuff. And it's something I wanted to do for a while, but I didn't really know kind of how to do it. And a lot of people have podcasts, but they involve dialogues between other people. And I don't know that I'll always have a person to interview, but lately I've been listening to this uh, guy called Craig, Craig Adams. Yeah, Craig Adams is his name. And he does a lot of solo podcasts where he kind of just talks about stuff that's going on in his life and like updates and stuff like that. And that sounds like it sounds cool to listen to. And it's something that I could definitely do. So I have some talking notes or talking points written down and kind of just going to go through those and um, see how long it runs. And so the first point is what I'm doing and where I am. So right now I am in Turkey. I'm in the southern part on the Mediterranean coast and I'm in a city called Mersin and I've been here since February. So to give a bit of context to why I'm here, uh, I went on a sort of a traveling expedition of sorts in January, at the end of January, I flew from Dublin to Cyprus and I didn't have very much of a plan. It was kind of up in the air, but I was planning on doing some camping and stuff like that. And uh, in Cyprus, I spent about three weeks there. I quickly found out that it was way too cold to consistently camp. So I ended up having to get um, different forms of accommodation. So. I stayed with a bunch of different people and stayed with some hostels and some couch surfing and stuff like that. And eventually after three weeks, I had enough of Cyprus and decided I would come over here, um, which is something I never really considered doing because for some reason, like these Eastern, these Eastern countries aren't haven't really been on my radar and I was never brought here growing up by my parents so it's all a bit of a foreign or alien environment to me and there's a boat that went from Cyprus to here so I caught that boat and it took about 10 hours and I got here and I figured okay I'll stay here maybe for a day or two and I ended up connecting with uh a, a guy through couchsurfing and the place that I'm at now is it's the place that I came to in the first day I got here and now it's June June 9th so it's been about four four and a half months or so since I've been here because I got here around the middle of February and yeah I thought I'd come for maybe a day or two and then when I got here I was kind of enjoying like it was a nice place to be I felt for you know a week or two and this is before the whole 
uh, virus thingy happened in the world. So at this point, things were quite normal. But then, I guess maybe two and a half weeks after being here, that started to escalate in the rest of the world. And then it kind of made it to Europe, and then borders started closing and this and that. And yeah, like there was a situation, you could say. And so from that point on, like when all the kind of quarantine and lockdown and stuff happened, then I was sort of stuck here. So that's why I'm still here, I guess. Um, and as for what I'm doing, I'm not doing a whole lot. I've been working on different sort of videos, I guess, for my YouTube channel and growing that and doing a little bit of cinematography, a little bit of kind of personal shares and vloggy style stuff. So that's been pretty much what I've been doing. Other than that, it's just kind of relaxing and cooking tasty food and meeting people from time to time. It's not that easy right now, or it hasn't been easy over the last few months, but getting a little bit of socializing in as well. Um, so my next talking point is the coming here part. And I got a boat, as I said, and on the boat, it was just full of Turkish soldiers that were coming to this city in order to go to mental hospital. And I found this out from one of the guys on the boat. He was a soldier himself, and we were talking via Google Translate on his phone because the language barrier there. And it really was saddening and kind of shifted my perspective on my upbringing even further than it already had been over the last few years but this guy was like 22 years old and he had just been fired from the army and he was telling me all of this through uh, through the text messages and he was really upset that he was fired because for him it was such an honor to to fight and to kill for his country and in in Turkey it's a mandatory six months military service for all men so there's no getting out of it unless you have a variety of excuses like you could be a student or you could have um, mental illness or things like this but he was telling me that a lot of people in on that boat were they were faking their illnesses in order to get out of the military service and that it's so so common and pretty much every guy that I've met since I've been here is pretending to be enrolled in school or faking some sort of disability in order to not have to to go through with the whole military service thing because I guess so many people are just awake to the fact that violence and killing isn't necessarily a way of life for them despite what the higher powers uh, impose and anyway back to this soldier guy that I was speaking to he 
like he was 22 so he's a couple of years younger than me and like he'd been he was a high-ranking uh, person in the army or whatever and he'd been fired because he didn't get along well with his superior and he was going back to Turkey and he told me that he couldn't tell his family that he had been fired that they'd be so ashamed of him so he was secretly moving back to to Turkey to try and start a life for himself and he didn't even have like he'd never done any other sort of work he said and he didn't know what he was going to do and he couldn't rely on anyone for help and I just thought it's so crazy that a people even have to go to military service like mandatorily which I understand is it is just a way of life in a lot of countries and being born and raised in Ireland it's not really something that you're ever exposed to or that you ever think about military service um, and I guess the second the B because like I said A the B is like the idea like that no, the war is just so normalized and the violence is so normalized and how it helps me just recognize the 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 privilege that I've been brought up in and and like I don't have to really the stuff that I worry about is like so trivial it's so insignificant compared to these things like this guy can't go back to his family because he wouldn't be welcomed because he's been fired from killing people basically and I guess when I arrived here on that note I was kind of just like wow this is a totally different place like this is different to anywhere I've ever been like the way people think and live and are brought up here is just so far from what I'm so far from what I've experienced so that's kind of heavy to begin with but whatever we're here uh, next point is how I decided to start this podcast well, basically I was on the beach last night and it occurred to me that I have lots of things to say and that maybe people are interested in hearing what I have to say and that's why I do most of the things that I do anyway like the videos and the songs and stuff like that but this is just like a different sort of uh, platform to share like it's definitely a lot less structured than my other my other videos I'd always wanted to do to do to do a podcast but as I mentioned earlier, it's like if you're like relying on hosts and stuff like that, it can be or not hosts, but if you're relying on guests, then it can be like a lot more difficult to produce it and stuff like that. And I don't really know where this is gonna go in terms of like if there will be guests one day. Maybe there will be. Maybe maybe some days I'll have friends or other people on, and other days it will just be me like this. So we'll see how it goes. And I guess I'm going to call it the David Boland show. No. The David Boland podcast or David Boland or something like that. I had a friend that was here staying with 
staying with me in this house and he every time he saw me he would just say the David Boland experience and I thought oh that'd be a cool name for a podcast but that Joe Rogan guy has his podcast is the is Joe Rogan experience I think so I can't really take that because that's kind of cramping his style um so yeah I guess I'm just gonna call it the David Boland podcast or David Boland or something like that um and yeah I don't really know how it's gonna go all of the time but I think most of the time I'm going to be in it so that's a good reason to call it the David Boland podcast I think or at least have my name in it so that's that next topic humidity the weather and how bizarre it is that we all have different realities when it comes to weather so it's really hot here and it's really humid which are two completely different things hot is okay it's not really that big a deal you just kind of stand out of the sun and you're good humidity is when the air is heavy the sweat doesn't evaporate off you and it sucks being from Ireland it's quite humid but it's not really ever hot so that means that in the winter time though it's not very cold it feels super cold because it's like a really heavy air and then in the summertime it's like you know if it it's not it's not that humid but it's moderately humid I would say in my experience and but the temperature is never too high so it doesn't really matter so it's fine either way um, and I guess being from there the weather is like not too hot not too cold ever and so I don't really have any crazy experience with the weather I mean it's it's always kind of just been meh whatever you can wear a sweater pretty much any day of the year and you're kind of okay um, whereas here it's like right now I think it's probably 30 degrees and then the humidity makes it so heavy and so sticky so I just had a cold shower before I came on here um, I had another one earlier today like you kind of just got to keep on chilling yourself because it's so difficult to to function and there's no air conditioning I'm on the fourth floor of a, an apartment so the heat rises obviously um, and I just find it kind of crazy that we all have different realities relating to the weather like me being from where I'm from it's like the weather is always kind of just like it's meh you complain about it a lot and stuff and then like most other places in the world have like extremely hot summers and you know like 30 40 degrees and they just do it you know they just live and it's you know that's normal for them and like they wear long pants and they wear like suits and ties and all of these things and then here's me like struggling to function if I'm not constantly in a shower of cold water so right now I think it's probably yeah it's probably like somewhere between 25 and 30 I'm not too sure 
Um, it doesn't feel too bad, like the fact that I'm actually sitting in front of a camera and microphone and recording this indicates that it's probably around, I would say, 27. Because when it gets to 31, that's when I just can't, I can't do things. Like, I'm horizontal if it's 31. Like, I have, I can't. And um, so, yeah, I think 31 is my maximum, like, no. 30 would be my maximum comfort. 31 is just too much. And beyond that, it's just like ridiculous. So that's it for the weather. I hate talking about the weather. In fact, I really don't condone talking about the weather at all. But for some reason, I decided to put it in my notes here. And I apologize for the ambient noise. I'd been waiting for the perfect opportunity all day to sit down and record this where there wasn't any construction or where there wasn't any like music going on or whatever, but it turns out that moment does not exist. It just doesn't exist in this city. Like the walls are paper thin. There's so much stuff happening everywhere. And it's one of the main things that's prompting me to like get out of here, which I'll get onto in a minute. Um, but yeah, bear with me on all of the construction sounds. Now, the next talking point. I was speaking with my friend earlier, and we were having a little bit of a catch-up, and something I said to him, I thought it sounded pretty cool, but it actually sums up pretty well what's kind of happening right now for me. So what I said was, I just bought a long-distance, I just bought a long-distance bus ticket, so change is afoot for the first time since February, which is scary and daunting. So, change is a coming. Like I'm leaving here uh, in two days from now. So, today is Tuesday, the 9th of June. It's my little brother's birthday. And I'm leaving on Thursday, so two days from now. I'm getting out of here. And that's pretty scary because I haven't left this city in about four months like I haven't really done anything um, like nothing too crazy any anyway and the idea now of like having to get up and go somewhere else and be in unfamiliar territory not having a roof over my head not having any connections is really scary and part of me wants to just stay here despite the fact that it's not particularly serving of my path right now in my opinion and that's the kind of feeling I get but then another part of me is like I need to go and explore and take action and you know create more things in my life and more connections more relationships and get to see more and so I'm moving into uncertainty which is not something that most people welcome into their lives because it's like scary like the ego the mind really wants to know what's happening next tuesday like at what time with who and all of these things and if we're constantly living in that comfort zone it's quite difficult to you know grow and expand so yeah, I'm, I'm getting going soon, and 
I'm super nervous about it. But at the same time, I'm aware that there are going to be wonderful fruits uh, to experience as I take these steps. Okay, I just took a quick break because the noise of the kitchen and the person using an angle grinder was a little bit too much. And then the call to prayer happened. And then some guy driving by was announcing over an intercom that he was selling watermelons or something like that. So yeah, I don't know how anybody does anything creative in this country that requires a silent space because it doesn't really exist, well, at least not in the city. Anyway, so yeah, I'm getting going basically. And my plan is to go west of here a few hundred kilometers to a place called Antalya. And once I get there, there is a hiking trail. It's like a long distance trail. I think it's about 500 kilometers. And it's called the Lickian Way. And it goes all along the coast. Um, through many little small towns and villages and whatnot. So I think after spending four months here in, in the city, it's definitely an appropriate time for me to go and spend some time in nature, spend some time by myself. So I got a tent and I have my sleeping bag and sleeping mat and everything with me. I also have my guitar, which is not always ideal. For example, if I'm trying to hike, many many kilometers per day and I have a guitar as well as a big backpack it's quite difficult to carry all of that and with you know 30 plus degrees and humidity it definitely is not the ideal time of year to be hiking this trail either but I'm not gonna push myself too hard and I'm gonna take it slow and I mean if I need to just rest, I'll rest and I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself, but I'm not going to do the full thing, of course, but maybe I'll aim for like between 50 and 100 kilometers over a week or so, like maybe one to two weeks, but we'll see how it all goes. And, and that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to and see who I can meet along the way. So my next talking point is living in a traveling house and the movement of energy. So this place that I've been, since I came here, there's probably been probably between 30, no, maybe not 30, between 20 and 30 different people that have come, stayed, and then left. And that's like even with the whole pandemic situation. So it's a traveling house, you could say, where people kind of come and then they spend a couple of nights, maybe a couple of weeks or a few months in my case, and then head somewhere else. And with that, when a new person comes, it's like really exciting. Like you hear, oh, someone's coming today. It's like, oh, who is it? Where are they from? How old are they? Are they a boy? Are they a girl? How many are there? etc and that's really exciting and then they arrive and then you know they bring their energy with them and that can go either way but
but nonetheless it's uh prevents the place from kind of stagnating and then people go and with that they take like their energy leaves with them and i find it's very sad a lot of the time when people leave um like i really feel it in fact i don't even necessarily need to have been told that someone is leaving and i can feel if someone's leaving like so i'll wake up one morning and like yesterday for example i woke up and i just felt like really like unsettled and like just kind of sad like i was upset and sure enough one of the guys that was staying here actually left yesterday and it's kind of interesting how we already know and we already feel the energy going before it's even left like even like the person thinking okay i'm going to go today like that's then floating around in the field of all thoughts and and i pick up on that and it's kind of sad and it's okay that it's sad and this is something i talked about in my latest uh video vlog thingy on youtube but when when you're traveling you you move a lot and you experience change at a much more rapid rate than you normally would and of course grief the process of grief only comes when change presents itself and that happens a lot when you're moving about because you're meeting people and then you're establishing connections and relationships and then a lot quicker than you would normally anticipate in like the more settled style of living we'll say uh you go and and then whatever it was the relationship it, it you you leave it or you leave the house you leave the city you leave whatever and so there's a hell of a lot more grievances to move through and to go through and it kind of sucks in a way because it's like sad um but at the same time i feel the learning like learning comes with change and the more change we experience the more learning opportunities there are and so yes it is sad but it's also super beneficial just in growth in your growth in general because you're learning uh, to deal with different emotions and different experiences and you're also like just on a practical level you're learning a lot about different cultures and different people and different ways to do things like different skills and all of that so that's what i wanted to say about the movement of energy and like a traveling house so it's cool it's exciting so like you get the highs and you get the lows but you get them very frequently so yeah it's an interesting dichotomy to a more settled way of living like where you're in the one place with the same people around you in the same house or whatever
Next talking point. What people I went to primary school with think of me now? So, I was thinking about this last night when I was on the beach. It was like quite interesting. Um, so primary school is like before secondary school. So I guess if you're in North America, you would call primary school elementary school, and then high school is secondary school. So like up to age twelve, basically. And I picked primary school rather than secondary school because like secondary school, you kind of you pretty much remember all of the people and you probably are still in touch with a lot of people at least in my experience um but primary school like i'm not i'm not actually in touch with anybody that i went to primary school with on a regular basis and most of them i would say if we saw each other we wouldn't recognize each other so that's why it's kind of a more interesting thing but if you could go back and uh or not even if you can go back but I just find it so interesting to like look at people that were in my primary school and like see where they are now, like whatever, 15, is it 15? Yeah, like 15 years later and what they're doing and how just bizarre the human experience is because it really is. Like we're all at one point here in class together and then 15 years later we're wherever we are and like maybe you, you people get involved in their different cliques or they have their different interests and this and that and I suppose actually more importantly it'd be interesting to see like what I think of myself now like what my primary school version of myself thinks of me now because I don't think I ever anticipated this I remember in our yearbooks we would have to write like so our yearbook just before we graduated or whatever we had to write where we expected to be in 2000 and whatever was like 10 years later and um, I think it's past that time now I think it was like 2018 2017 maybe yeah or something I don't know but I remember I like I didn't really know what to write and like one girl wrote she wanted to be a singer and another guy wrote he wanted to be traveling the world and the guy that was traveling the world was like what a loser why would you be traveling the world and I wrote I hope to be an engineer um, working living and working in Ireland which were not my words whatsoever they were 100% the words of my mother like she literally said write this and I was like okay and I never ever for a moment had any interest in engineering never I wasn't overly interested or like called to traveling either um, and I guess my motivation for travel like isn't even like traveling like my motivation for traveling isn't I feel the same as a lot of people's motivations for traveling because they want to see and experience different things I kind of I'm sort of just floating around. I guess you. I guess I'm just being silly. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm traveling. Whatever, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I don't like. I didn't even start singing until I was like fifteen or sixteen. So like, the fact that I have a beard and long hair and I'm in Turkey and I've been here for four months and like I sing and play guitar and make videos and stuff like that and 
I don't, yeah, I think he'd be like, what the hell happened to you? That's what my little 10 year old me would be thinking. <laughs> so I think that's coming up to an end of this podcast. The last thing that I wrote is producer call out. And what I mean by that is I've been so engaged in a songwriting process the last like few months I've written so many new songs and before that even I had probably enough songs for a new album as well but now I definitely have I would say like 15 to 20 like songs that I'm like pretty excited to record and share with the world in a more like sort of studio vibe so while I continue on my journey I'm hoping or I've put out the intention there to find someone to collaborate with in terms of like the production with the these new songs that I have going because uh, it's been one year and three days since my album came out and yeah like I've, I've got so much more to do like we're more to share in terms of songs but with the whole traveling thing right now and like my setup it's not I like I can't I can't record stuff basically I recorded one song like a couple months ago called Muse which I just recorded on this microphone here which is terrible for recording in a busy place because it's a condenser microphone so it's super sensitive but it kind of worked out okay and um i process the vocals super heavily on it so it kind of takes away from any like ambient noise and I also put in some extra stuff but um yeah definitely if anyone is interested or if anyone knows of anyone that might be keen to work with me on a new batch of songs then you should definitely let me know and thanks for tuning in if you want to support me, you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash the David Boland. And that's a platform basically where you can give me money, which is great because then I get paid and don't have to worry so much about the promiscuity of my bank account. And also you get extra stuff there that you don't get anywhere else so a lot of like unreleased demos and songs and old videos and kind of just random looks into my daily life and my updates and stuff like that i share all of that there um so if you want to engage with that i recommend you head over there and i really appreciate any sort of support that you give me um so many thanks and I will see you and talk to you in the next podcast. So be well.